Boys, how we doing? Welcome back, huh? It's been a little while, hasn't it? About time. It, it's different, right? If you think yeah. about Why it. Why does it feel like it's been so long? I know. It feels long because we did the in-person one, the mobile studio. What was that? Like almost what? Like a last Sunday or two Sundays ago. And it's been a while since we logged on here. I had to find everything. So <laughs> welcome back to 614 Headsets. We're your hosts. Myself, Kyle Stout, Donovan White, Ryan Sayers. Hey, football is unconditional love. That's what Tom Brady said. That's what we believe in. Uh, we are under 30 days away, I believe, from the first football game. If I've been seeing the right stuff on the internet, this game's a lifestyle. And we're three football coaches from the Columbus area who just can't get enough of this game. Thank you, everybody, for joining back in. We got a really cool episode. Donovan, tell me what we're going to talk about today. I'm pretty excited about this one. So we'll do this and for offense. But today we're going over all Columbus, all gas Columbus stars full of defense right given our own takes position by position of who oh, are you almost forget the gas i know i i said all and i'm like oh yeah it's all gas worth come on now i got you there ryan don't worry yeah what are you doing he's <laughs> it rusty is, it is yourself just a little bit it is it's a different kind of all gas we're not we're putting together a team here we're not doing so many rankings or stuff like that but we're gonna go over some of the top players in columbus from our opinion of what we saw on tape uh and i'll throw it out there now i'm sure you guys agree if any once listen, this is no shade against any player that we didn't talk about. There's a ton of great players out there in Columbus, all leagues, all schools, all divisions. So no shots to anybody right now, but we're having some fun tonight. I agree. Like that to me, if you think about it, like we're saying we're trying to represent six one four an area even just outside of it, some right. If you take the OCC, that's four divisions, right? City has two, right, Ryan? Is there two main divisions in the city league? So you got two main divisions yeah. there. And, and then you add in some of these on the outside. We're quickly talking, what, like 50, 60, 70 plus teams easily. So it's really hard. And I'll preface it and say there was a lot of really good players that were thrown out to me when I hopped on social media. And I really want to appreciate everybody throughout the names. But I hopped on and some guys don't even have film. And maybe you are really a, a rising freshman or sophomore. And that's great. And you might be what could end up this season being one of the best. But it's hard for us to evaluate something when there's no film. There's no doubt there was some athletes that were thrown out. Or if I hop on the film and, you know, 85% of your 90% of your highlight is offensive stuff, it's hard to say that you're a main defensive guy. And you might be, I don't know. But, yeah, so nobody take any slight to this. It doesn't mean anything against anybody. Just in this one quick little study this week as we try to create this all-gas Columbus defense, this was what kind of stood out for kind of maybe some primarily defensive guys. But as we get started, I want to make sure we give a shout out to the sponsor of our show who's helping us bring this to you. Fundraising University of Ohio offers a variety of fundraising efforts that helps football teams run profitable, effective, and fast-paced fundraisers designed to raise the most money in the shortest amount of time to reach their fundraising goals. Fundraising University of Ohio is locally owned, operated, and with their six-step blitz system will help your team maximize profits. As a current coach himself, Brent Maxwell with Fundraising University will sit down and help you pick, plan, strategize, and execute your fundraiser that will allow you as a coach to focus on your practice time, prep time, player development, and personal time. Fundraising University offers 60-minute donation platforms, digital and hard discount cards, and a popcorn sale, among any others. If you're interested in Fundraising University running a fundraiser for you, contact Brent Maxwell at bmaxwell at fundraising, the letter U.net. 
or 740-501-8946. It's not too late to get started to keep raising money to help your team this season. All right, so hit up Fundraising University. Diving, let's go, man. All right. I'll lead it off because you always got to start with the trench men in there. It's a good I, list. It, it is a good list. And I we had I got three D linemen and then one that's like the hybrid linebacker, extra D lineman. Again, mainly plays the on, but it's a good list. A lot of good kids on here. I'll start it off from Pick North. Angelo McCollum committed to Illinois. Man, we watched him on tape when we had to play him last year, and he is a violent, explosive player. Especially, I mean, he lines up at end a lot. When he goes down and he's a three-tech or a four-eye, man, it's tough on opposing teams. And he was a guy that flashed a lot on tape, had the stats back up to it, and obviously thus far in his career has done some, something, right, because he's going to Illinois, he's going to play in the Big Ten. So he was first pick in there. Eli King from our own Gahanna Lincoln High School committed to Rutgers. Man, Eli is a kid that last year, for those that don't know, played opposite of Kamari Burns, a Cincinnati commit, and both of them – had a lot of hype going into the year, especially Kamari. And Eli was just a kid that he started to develop as a pass rusher as a lineman. He's got a – it's weird. It's like a fluidity or a smoothness to his game. But when you watch his tape, there's just something smooth about the way he's able to rush off, off the edge against tackles or defend in the run game. And there were games that he just took over from various standpoints, pass rushing, stopping the run. So he was second pick on there. I'm going to butcher your last name if you're listening. Francis Brew from Thomas Worthington committed to pit the way that this kid can use his hands especially when he's inside in between the in between the guards over the center sometimes it's scary he was blowing up poles he was blowing up double teams he was blowing up help from the running back and pass pro 12 and a half sacks 25 tackles for loss last season and he's a kid that just jumped off the tape and then my i don't want to say honorable mention because I, I want him in there as a kind of hybrid xd lineman i think we could do that is Cameron Gwynn from DeSales. He's committed to Boston College. I think he's going to be a really good, like, 2i, 3-tech at the college level. He's got that build where he's still got some speed. Don't know if he's tall enough to be, like, a DN in college, like, like Eli probably will be. Uh, but Cam is a guy that you put some extra weight on him, a 6'3", 6'4", 285, 293-tech with that speed is scary. And, and he showed it last year for DeSales. It's a really good list. Just so everybody knows, as we started to sit down, we divided it up, but we talked about it some too. Diamond with 3D linemen. Coach Sayers is going to do the linebackers as well. He's got four he's going to talk about. And then I have four DBs that I'm going to talk about, right? So you kind of understand what we're doing, how it's going down. And you think about it, right? When you talk about building a defense from that front back, that's a really good D line. And what's really neat about that is you have Eli, you got Angelo, and you have Francis with this mix of how we're doing it. You make Eli a strong end, you put those other two inside, and then you move one of these hybrid linebackers down to get in the box and do something. That's a really good start to a defense and a lot of talent if, if you could even put all those guys together. I think they really fit together in a mold like that. That would work awesome. We talked about it before we started at Columbus, specifically with O-line, D-line. It just seems like – keep pumping them out and i don't know if that's some cities had their staple or some states had their staple and for columbus it might be lyman just recently at least of the names that went D-line i think D-line for sure i think since yeah. the moment i moved down here 
I don't know, was that 2015? I can just think of so many linemen year in and year out across so many teams. You moved to Gehanna when you were 34? Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, on that note, Ryan, get into our linebacker picks here, which you know what's really neat is this guy has a – plethora he spread the love a little bit around the 614 and these linebackers that's what my plan was i told you that going into it i wanted to make sure that i showed every division some love and different conferences some love so my first one is a guy that played at westerville south last year but now he's with you guys at gahanna quan rose when i watched his film today he's physical player he gets to the point a to point b fast as lightning he's also somebody that's going to play with a chip on his shoulder and you can see that in his film just by the way that he was tackling guys the way that he was making plays he just plays with an attitude and that's i think one of my favorite things about watching his film is i felt like i could feel that he had a nasty attitude and wanted to go make that play and i also saw that there was a bunch of times that he was pointing at stuff during plays or it looked like he was calling things out to help his defense. I also feel like he might be a leader. I don't know. You guys could add in on that, but he looked, he looked great on film. I, I absolutely, I think he's a little bit, he's like, you said, he's edgy. He's scrappy, kind of a throwback plugger, interior linebacker. He ha- really has a chip on his shoulder to prove something with being an all state player, maybe not seeing as much love as he thinks he should have gotten or where he should be. And definitely see the leader portion. I think as he's started to learn our defense more, he's become more of a vocal leader. So he's embracing that and doing that. And I think as he continues to learn his assignments and learn this new defense he's in, it's going to keep increasing. So I think you gave a really good assessment of him in not ever coaching, but watching his film. I agree with a lot of that. I think that the next guy, I also just got to see at the Anorum All-American camp, and I talked about him previously on one, is Garrett Stover from Big Walnut, who's also committed to Ohio State. That was the first time I pulled his film up because I went off of just what I saw at the Anorum All-American camp previously. He is probably one of the best linebackers in the country for sure. He's one of the best tacklers I've seen. One of the best, he's, he's finds a way to square everybody up. I don't mm-hmm. care what he's doing. He's going to find a way to square them up. And he also, and the other thing that I remember from the Under Armour camp is not only can he tackle and make plays, but he picks the ball off. He plays great in coverage. That's what he did a great job of at the Under Armour camp. He's um, he did a phenomenal job. Coverage. Flies. Mm-hmm. It's a good squad um, over there. Big next guy though. Oh, they got a bunch. Who was the who you texted me about today from there? Is it Sievers, the running back? I didn't know if he played yep. a little bit of a yep. defense too. I think he could. I, I could be wrong, but I want to say he committed to Air Force. I could be wrong. I think that's what he did. That's I really look at when you look at that side of the OCC, it, and it's been like this for the last couple of years. It's really going to come down to Westville South and them again. I think those two teams are the premier teams on that side of the OCC. And it was a really close game last time. I think it probably will be again. And they're going to know that game is going to decide probably that conference. No, for sure. I think that Big Walnut has done something special, obviously. Um, They've gotten really good in the past. And that side of the OCC, too. And now Winchester does give a little bit of problems sometimes, though. They beat Big Walnut last year in the last game. 
But here's the, my next guy is from, from Bishop Hartley, Denim, Denim Cook. Look, this kid is only, he was only a sophomore last year. I think he was only a sophomore or he was a freshman, one of the two. But this dude is 6'4", 223. He already has five Division One offers. I seen his film. He had 106 tackles last year. 43 um, TFLs. Yeah, 43 TFL, <laughs> four sacks as a sophomore at linebacker. That's an unbelievable amount of tackles and TFLs as a sophomore for Bishop Hartley because they play some good teams. And I feel like he's only going to get way better. He was a sophomore. It's a good-sized kid at that age. Yeah. Who wants to run through a gap when a 6'4", 225 sophomore is coming at you? In two years, what's it, what is he going to be bringing? To when he's 6'4", 245, two years in the weight room, you're going to go, oh, get me away from that, man. Way faster, too. Yeah. Be, it's just flies around. Great film, too. It was great film. And he, like, has a motor. That's one of the like, things that I noticed about him is he's going he's gonna to run to the ball. You know what I mean? He has to keep that same energy, even though he was a sophomore last year. You got to play like you're a young guy trying to make a name for yourself still. And then the next guy is actually one of my guys. I just couldn't leave him off the board just because for the past two years, he's done everything for my defense. Like he calls all our calls. He makes sure that everybody's aligned. I have some weak safeties or some other linebackers that might not know where they're supposed to be sometimes. And he'll tell them right before the play exactly what they're doing. And that's Kevin Bell Jr. And he also, he was first team all city league last year. And then he was also honorable mention all district. But for him, he's just such a leader for us. And he just, he and he plays O-line. He starts for us at offensive line as well. And he flies around. He led our team in tackles last year. He was our defensive MVP. And this year, we're expecting him to just have a huge year and do everything for us again this year. Love it. But I try to show the love across all of the conferences. You did. It's tough, man. I even I got texted you guys all day. I'm like, this is hard. The concept of the episode sounded easy. Then the execution. It was a hard. great day watching film, though. It was good to see people's film. And I loved it. So I've got the DBs. I also spread the love around a little bit. Like I said, I know there's a lot of younger 2026s coming up that have some offers and are real promising. So I tried to trickle the list down. Like for me, you had to have mostly a film that was mostly defense that showed that you played a lot of defense last year. And then I tried to stick with some of these older proven players who there just was something to watch. You know what I mean? And so my first DB I went with is Michael Ezerum, I believe is how you say his last name, from Dublin Drum High School. Dublin Drum High School, phenomenal year last year. He's a Toledo commit. And every one of my guys, I'm going to give you a little one or two word description. All right. How did I view them when I got done watching their film? And Michael, to me, he's Mr. Versatility. Okay. What I really liked is he is that what colleges are asking for nowadays. He's a tall DB, he's physical, he showed really good cover skills. He also showed the ability to come down and make an impact in the run game, setting the edge. He's a really good tackler and run support. And one of the few DBs in schools that showed some corner blitz and some things and had a really good knack for kind of timing up that snap and getting to the quarterback. 
And so that's why I called him Mr. Versatility, right? Because I seen him play corner. I seen him be run support. I even seen him play a little safety and even saw him blitz a little bit, right? So he's Mr. Versatility to me. Number two, Tyree Green Jr. from Reynoldsburg High School. I called him a playmaker, sure tackler. Okay. I think he's a guy that could play corner or safety, another tall, big body type of a guy. Young man's a great threat to have on your team because of his in the return game. All right. In fact, I'm going to tell our guys don't kick to him. All right. Because half of his highlight, our first minute or two was just pure returns. Right. And he does a really good job. He has good vision and quickness. He gets the ball vertical, hits creases. And as a DB, what I was most impressed by is his ability to leverage to the ball carrier and then form tackle. A lot like how we just said about Garrett Stover. It's almost like some of these guys who tackle real well are able to keep the ball carrier somewhere, almost like a laser point somewhere on the body, and zzz, zzz, boom, and then they put the clamps on. You know what I mean? Just these guys that no matter what angle of the tackle or where they're putting their body, just somehow make it look great every time and bring guys to the ground. That's what I thought from his tape as well. Number three, Tyson Long, Pickerington North High School. Converted quarterback from back in the day when I was coaching there. A really fast kid. I labeled him the scrappy technician. All right. Plays with a lot of swagger. On film, he looked like one of the fastest quick twitch guys, right? The guy that could get to 100 real fast. I thought he was maybe one of the best DBs at really sinking his hips low and getting into his drop back and then and also being able to twitch and, and then get in and out of breaks. Like he just so smooth with the way he would backpedal, hips nice and low, nice and slow. And then the moment he had to flip the switch, he did, and it was 100. So I think Tyson's come a long way. I know he had a really good offseason. I think he got picked up a few offers this offseason as well. I didn't dive into the stats or anything like that, but I know he's got a Marshall offer and a few others. So I think he's going to have a big year as well. And then a late ad. My last one is Dante Verasso, I believe, or Verasso from Granville High School. I'm going to call him my Where's Waldo. All right. Because on tape, it looks like this guy's everywhere. All right. He's rangy. Diamond, Where's Waldo was a popular book. Oh, I know. To, okay, all right. I'm all not right. that young. Don't okay. <laughs> so, you know, you'd look around. He, Waldo was everywhere. That's Waldo. That's Waldo. To me, that's him. That's Dante. Dante's Where's Waldo. Pissing. All right. He's rangy. He covers a lot of ground. I seen him at safety. I seen him at corner. He's a massive threat at wide receiver, too. He's just a smooth mover on both sides of the ball. To me, I, I really, I'm excited about our list. That all gas defense to me is exciting. I also put an honorable mention in there as well. To me, it was really hard on this last spot. I had Caleb Anthony of Afrocentric. Covers a lot of ground, too. Seems like played mostly a lot of free safety. But And I also had, I think it's J.J. Ja of Olin Tangi. Another good big-bodied safety who seems like plays down in the box a lot and comes in for a run support. So I have them really close in the mix, and it was really hard. In fact, I watched those last three tapes probably two, three times just trying to make a decision. And I took the body of their highlight tape and made a call on it. So that's what I have for the all-gas DBs. Excited to see how it plays out. I know there's a lot of other young guys too. What do you guys think, man? 
I'm excited to just be able to look at all these different kids because sometimes we all get stuck in our funnels of like, all right, we hear about kids from stats in the radio after our games, or we see it in the paper maybe, or in a news article on Twitter, or from what we see on film when we're doing scouting, or you pick up something. But it, so it was cool to be able to just go and watch, like, be like, all right, let's search out the best players at these positions or our top players and just watch them. Don't watch them for scouting wise. Don't watch them for what they do on twists. Just watch them, and it was fun to be able to do that. But yeah. here's the cool thing is, though, I didn't just watch the four that I chose. I right. watched probably 20 guys there or 15 guys today. Yeah, I'm with you. I probably watched – I think I watched about eight. That's why I went to. And like I said, I know there's a lot. I know there's probably some underclassmen who have – maybe a higher ceiling when it's all said and done, or maybe even have more offers at this point. I don't know. You know what I mean? That's just how I had to do it for me. I'm excited to do the offense as well. I think when we do the offensive team, mm-hmm. it's going to be really fun. That might be a little easier for me who does a little bit more. But to me, it exposed me to a lot of different kids, and I liked it. So I, I was exciting for me. The cool thing is with this defense, I look at it, it is how versatile it could be. Whether you want to play a 3-4 or roll somebody down, there's linebackers that could be hybrid guys for you. Like, just imagine moving a Garrett Stover around. You know what I mean? Imagine moving one of these DBs around who blitz on does things, right? I just have so many options. Give me – I would take – give me three of these guys, three of them on a team that are just ballers like that. But could you imagine if this was the whole team and would have – could you imagine if we got all these kids together after the season and they played our offensive kids that we choose? It'd be cool. I tell you what, some of them are really good offensive players too. But and I need, what, I would need you and Donnie Mack can call the offense, and me and Mo Holiday will get the defense. All right, all right, we'll start our own All Star game. How's it been going, Sayers? Man, we're thirty days out. What are you thinking about your team? What's up? Just hope. I'm just hoping to be competitive in each game. Yeah, we're getting excited. That's- I don't know. Like, I've learned in the past that there's a lot of time from right now till August 18th, man. Like, there's there a is. lot of things that can happen. No matter how many – like, we just had three great practices this week in a row. But that, like, keeping guys healthy and stuff just has to happen. It, it You know how it is. Yeah, we're getting very good at our team camp. Our team camp is just so physical. It's mm-hmm. three straight days of just getting after it, especially now that – that which is, hey, let's you put shoulder pads on. So it's added a whole new dynamic to our team camp. And it's a nice little yeah, preview I mean, right into two the, days. It separates the boys from men, man. Yeah, it's great. Let me ask you this. Have you guys been – have you guys watched the quarterback series on Netflix yet? I just all? watched the first episode. My my fiance really wanted me to wait. She wanted you to wait because she, she wanted you to watch it with her? Yes, she really she wanted to watch it, so I was like, okay, like maybe we'll do an episode here in a couple of weeks, just yeah. talk about it. But it is so far 30, 40 minutes into it, it's pretty good. My wife does that too. I'm not allowed to watch it without her, so I have to watch it with her too. So I'm only about two episodes in. I gotta be honest, the Marcus Mariota storyline for me, yeah. but uh, I think it'll get better in the end when didn't they cut him at the end of the year or something like that? Did. There's some debacle. And I think that's what Someone said Marcus Mariota's thing is interesting to me. Uh, I got to watch it. I can't, I, I'm going to make it. Yeah, I won't, I, won't, I won't do any. We won't do any spoilers on here. But uh, to me, me none, but... one thing that really stood out to me, I didn't realize how much Kirk Cousins got hit. Wait till Dude, you guys get later on to it. Like, I didn't know I was watching it. 
And this dude's got like bruised ribs, and it, they're saying at one point in time he was the most hit quarterback in the NFL. And wait till you see the abuse this guy goes through, man. Like it's just good lord, I had no idea that was going oh, okay. on. They're having so much success. I love it. He, I love watching his Instagram videos and stuff after games on the plane. Like oh, yeah. he's that dude's lit. Kirko chains or whatever they call him. I don't know. But it's just a wait till Don't, you see. How his. are you feeling? You ready to go for the season? We didn't get to see you at the seven on seven. I was asking about you. I, know. I heard that you were. This guy's were fresh scared. legs, dude. He, we've been having morning practices, and we had that. This dude, he, he <laughs> would think I should have a five-page detailed report of, of Mason at this point in time because I haven't seen him in two weeks. It has been a couple weeks. So listen, I'm excited. This is it. It's. It feels like routine already to get back to this point, but it's still so new because this is literally only year two for me. But I'm excited. I'm excited to be back in the grind. As we, I think we all know the grind. A lot of people listening, you guys know better than I do. Obviously, from you know, stout your two decades plus of coaching, and Sayers, your you know, seven eight years. How many? What's that? Year twelve. <laughs> yeah. Now nah, you got to add switch the one with another tail. Yeah, you literally – I thought you were at 22. No. 22 year years 12. coaching. Guys, I'm 35. Yeah, I, th- I swear he said he was year 22 right now. There it is. You said you moved to Columbus 34, wrong. but, yeah, oh, we're glad you moved there all those years ago. But I'm excited, man. It's But we love know, you, Chad. We appreciate you. Thanks, guys. As much as we pour into this game in season, which I don't think a lot of people who don't coach or haven't coached realize, as much as we pour in, as much as it takes out, I'm excited for it, nonetheless. It's an exciting time, man. Everybody's full of hope. Expectations mm-hmm. are high for every team. Expectations are high for both of our teams, if you think about it, which is exciting, but it also adds right a lot now, of stress and pressure, too. It's also just the time of year, like, it's starting to smell like football. Every day I walk out of there, it's starting to feel a little bit more like football, right? And now we're seeing some shoulder pads coming out. You're seeing, you're, like, it's, it feels yeah. like football. And then you look at the – Time right now, we're two weeks out from my lining up across from somebody. I can't wait. I, that's what, I need the pads to come on. I'm tired of these one on ones and no pads and stuff and fake football. And it's been fun, but the linemen always, no always have an advantage. It's crazy. Oh, linemen have an advantage when the pads we, are on. We had this discussion before. No, I'm saying in just, just in general, they always do in one on one. So once we get the pads on, we can do oh a little bit more gosh. physicality. And I'm, not going, down, I'm not going into this. Hey, you know what? Oh, Hopefully, we're on the road again this Sunday. That's the plan. I hope we get to do it. I actually tried to call our guest last night. He didn't answer. Nate Hillrich, pick up your phone, please, if you're listening. <laughs> All right. So. Hopefully, uh, we'll see where he wants to do it. You know, I don't know if he wants to be, have that his cushy little saltwater pool in the background or something. Maybe he wants to float in a little thing and have the episode knowing him. I don't know, man. He, so pick up your phone, Nate. Hey, I want to thank everybody for uh, coming out. This was the 2023 Columbus All-Gas Defense. And soon we're going to put out the offensive one as well. Thanks for joining 614 Headsets. Be sure to subscribe. We know everybody's busy right now in the summer. We're busy as heck, too. Give us some downloads. Give us some likes. Give us some comments. I really appreciate the amount of feedback we got. Uh, Just asking who some of the best DBs were, right? That was awesome. And it opened up a whole door of people for me to look at. Follow us on Twitter. You can see it on the video here. You'll have our name tags, and you can see what our handles are at. But thanks for following us, and we'll see you guys next time.